Welcome to Between the Waves, the podcast all about how to create sustainable mental health to help you find a little bit of space between your waves. Hey everyone, it's Hannah here. Today I'm joined by Rachel Beatty. Rachel is the CEO of Transform with Rachel and MindStrong NE, empowering women to transform their lives and find their smile again, which is just fabulous. Rachel has been on a warrior journey to transform her life from suicide to success, mental health illnesses to wellness. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Hi, Rachel. Hi, hi. How are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? I'm really, really good. You know, can you picture this? I am actually sitting in my garage on my yoga mat. How amazing (laughs) can that? I'm looking at the clouds going by. It's brilliant. I'm loving it. That sounds perfect. Much better than being closeted away in the basement as I am currently. (laughs) Oh, the world is a bit bonkers right now, isn't it? How are you finding everything? It really, really is. And obviously they've just, um, you know, the world has just launched another upside down um, sort of, oh, not too sure what's going on in life at the moment, isn't it? And um, I feel... I feel the energies are of women, especially mums and mothers, who are just feeling completely overwhelmed by it all because obviously kids were going back to school this week and just trying to keep up with life is hard enough. But then when you've got, you know, things like the media and, you know, that not too sure the world is going on, it makes us feel very, very unsettled and it just makes us feel not very grounded it's not not a nice feeling at, you know at the moment yeah no I totally agree it's like I desperately crave routine and there's yes. it's no hope in sight yet of any kind of routine or anything it's you know as soon as you feel like you've you've you understand what the what's going on and, and what needs to happen and you get yourself and your family into a routine it all changes again and it's just so exhausting <laughs> it is it is and um I think because, you know, for me personally, I've got um, amazing children. I've got a four-year-old, a 13-year-old and a 12-year-old. Um, so they were all ready to go back and see the friends. And, you know, for me to get connected with my business again, even though I was, you know, in it through lockdown, I was coaching and supporting women through lockdown. Like you've just said, routine is crucial. Part of how, how we feel mentally, physically and, you know, spiritually as well. We crave that. I really, I, I personally do as well. Um, it's very much needed to feel to feel well. Yeah, absolutely. So, as we're talking about feeling well and and not so much well, um, when did your journey with mental ill health start? Yeah. So, my first awareness of feeling sort of not quite right was around about seven seven eight years ago I was in I had an amazing amazing training academy so I was teaching educating supporting and unfortunately you know as life changes as we as we know it so well so at at the moment um, funding ended with that training academy and we had lots of staff to pay and we had to, to to shut the business down and I think since then the anxiety, the depression and my ill mental health has never been the same again because, you know, end of the day you are fully, you know, having a full-time business, teaching, supporting, you know, and then you're paying staff 
they've got families to feed and pay and you know and then you're shutting it down and you have to tell people that there's you know no longer have got a job and for me after that I was worried about going outside I was worried about going into my same hometown so the knock-on effect of that of having the anxiety if I seen anybody's and I wouldn't go out the house for for days and weeks it was awful so that's pretty much where where it all kicked off really crikey that sounds really tough that feeling of not being able to go outside and participate in your community and your you know just yeah. the normal things that make every day a day you know yeah. that that is so so tricky yeah um, it's awful really really awful yeah so you mentioned to me earlier about then being under the care of the crisis team was that as a result of that yeah, so as, as a journey, and there's been bumps in the road, as this, um, I was diagnosed, I had my beautiful daughter four years ago, um, and I was diagnosed with postnatal depression. And I was at the point where I was very, very unwell. She was around about three months old. Um, and there was just this one day, I was just sitting on the bedroom floor, and I just, I had these feelings of, what it would be like to jump out the window. Now, obviously, that isn't what one would be thinking after, you know, after giving birth and you think it's going to be amazing and it's going to be just a perfect life and it's going to be like what it is on film. And yes, it's perfect and it's lovely, but unfortunately, hormones can take over. And I was, you know, diagnosed with postnatal depression and then supported via the Northumberland crisis team. Now, they came out for a week um, to support me with just being there every single day, just being there to support me and my family and that I wouldn't, you know, to to come harm to myself or to my family. So it was a great service to have. Very, very thankful. But there was a stigma attached to ringing the, the, the crisis team. Um, I sort of battled with it for a long time. Will I, won't I? You know, is it the right thing to do? You know, what am I going to, what's people going to think? And I think when it just, you can't go on anymore, you have to have to ask for help. And that was me reaching out. It's really, it's really interesting. Like I've spoken to a lot of women about their journeys into motherhood. And more often than not, there are stories of, either traumatic births or postnatal depression or even sort of before the birth those feelings of depression or anxiety are creeping in and we all sort of talk about this now but there's none of that when when you're pregnant when you're going to the GP or antenatal classes or seeing the midwife there's none of the kind of explanation of actually do you know what it's not all sunshine and rainbows you know you might feel awful you might struggle yeah. to bond with your baby. You might end up feeling really depressed and that's okay. That That's normal for want of yeah. a better word. That's right. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the yeah, it's the odd little question of how you're feeling, but, you know, that's just in a flitting sort of in and out routine appointment. I feel yeah. moving forward, we could embrace more of a holistic approach for pregnancy, a holistic approach for afterbirth. And this is why after I had this support, I really wanted to, to to give back and support other women. I've always, always felt like I never, ever want another woman to feel like how I felt. 
and I, so I started up like it was like you know mother and baby but it was more connected for the the mom so I did more of exercise for the mom you know holistic therapies for the mom um and did the baby massage and just I could connect with women that way um and use my coaching experience to support them through them first few few days I think it's a thousand and one day project where the first so many days and weeks are such a crucial time to capture mental health after birth Absolutely. We're so similar. It's really funny, isn't it? I'm sat here nodding along and just thinking, yeah, that's exactly what I did with my own experience of postnatal depression. You know, I desperately wanted other people who are going through the same thing to talk to. There there weren't any groups locally. So I started one. (laughs) That's it. Isn't it? You know, it's an amazing thing to to, to do, isn't it? To to say, yes, I'm going to do that. Take something inside of us. And it helps, you know, you don't have to wait until you're quote unquote better you know yeah. because helping other people also helps you it helps you process those feelings of of shame of guilt of worry you know it just by sharing and by helping other people it just helps to bring you kind of back to yourself that's certainly yeah. what I found anyway yeah definitely oh, yeah I agree with that and you connect so well with these women that come to you because you know you know, we're not, we're not the same. We're all totally individual, but you know, that sort of lostness, that just numbness sometimes Mm. of, you know, giving birth, but I'm supposed to look at this beautiful child, but there's nothing there. You know, the overwhelmness of the the anxiety rolling around and yeah. And it brings women together. It's such a powerful, powerful movement. It really is. Yeah, it totally is. And that's the other thing, isn't it? That there is still that stigma around struggling postnatally or any kind of mental illness, actually. Um, We've got a lot better in the kinds of conversations that we're having and the support that's out there. But it's still not enough. There's still a stigma. It's still really difficult to feel confident in reaching out for help because you're worried about being judged or you're worried about... Oh, there's a whole you know am I yeah. ill enough to reach out for help is this just being yeah. ridiculous am I being neurotic you know all of yeah. those things and it comes down to guilt I've got I've got a few ladies at the moment I just feel guilty for taking time for me yeah right wow what a powerful statement because you are the most important person right now if you are well you know if you put you first you're putting your children above you so it's yeah this guilt this mom guilt I tell you it's not nice <laughs> no it's not it's ridiculous it's isn't it? it really is it really it, is it's so hard to get on top of it as well it sort of creeps yeah. up on you doesn't it yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like oh god I haven't had a hot cup of tea in a week and I haven't had a shower in three days what on earth am I doing <laughs> mine, mine was the brushing of the hair oh I was yes. like wow you know you just simple things and that's why I keep telling myself and my ladies just keep it simple you know and it just that just like where you know yourself affirmations empowerment of words just help how you feel yeah absolutely I'm a massive fan of affirmations because I find absolutely that the most judgmental voice is the one in my head and it is so critical and it is so just awful the things that I say to myself in my head that I'd never dream of saying to another person no matter who they were you know and you just 
try and change that narrative internally can be I mean it's really hard don't get me wrong it's not just as simple as going oh I like the sound of that affirmation I'm just going to say that to myself it's Mm. it's hard and it takes more work than you might think but it's so beneficial it really is and the theme of this week when I'm working with ladies is there's no shortcuts yeah there isn't any shortcuts of being well mentally physically it takes time it takes tears it takes laughter it takes utter grabbing onto the ace with your fingernails and really you know you've got to just keep going because it's worth it absolutely and that's that's the thing isn't it society and consumer kind of organizations keep pumping things at us or if you buy this cream or if you buy this product or here take this pill it'll be magical you'll feel wonderful you know you'll have the movie star kind of life and you're just like no because that's not real that is all just utter bollocks you know it's just it is Small things, everyday things, real change is not in the big, shiny things. It is the small, incremental things that you do every day. By changing Mm -hmm. one thing that you do every day, you can utterly change your life. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I agree with that. So how was your journey in your own kind of mental health journey and your fight to sort of stay well? How has that influenced your transformation and, and what you do now? Well, it has been, like I've just said, it isn't easy, but changing how I think has changed my life because three years ago, my mum had a accident which has led to her to be brain damaged. So I am a full-time carer, support worker for my mum who has part of her skull missing. She has damage to the brain. She will no longer be able to live independently she has to rely on her surroundings being routine, the same, even senses, smells. She lives in a home on her own, but with supported, very, very high supported living. And it all comes down to, I could have just went completely off the rails three years ago because I've already been ill mentally. Yeah. But I decided that the brain, because I'm learning so much about the brain and the recovery of the brain and how even when it's damaged, it can build new pathways. It, there's always a way. Now, I have seen my mum, she had her quad bike over in Greece and she was, you know, in a coma for, for months. And if she can get through that, and if she can learn new ways of living independently, all via thoughts, feelings, and doing, then that is exactly what I'm going to do. She's a complete inspiration. And I think it just proves that anything is possible. It really does. Because change how you think can change your whole life. You know, we could have... We could have just all just given up and went, yeah, she's brain damaged, head injury, that's it. But now, because we've got such a fight and a power and believe in everything's meant for a reason and there is a bigger world out there, she just, we, we changed, we changed how we thought. So that brought a massive transformation in my life as well. That's incredible. I mean, what an awful thing to have happen, yeah. but you've made such a positive outcome from it that's really fantastic how you've sort of banded together and and made that change and supported each other through that that's incredible this is it and this is where mind strong 
was created. So MindStrong is a clothing brand to support people feel empowered by their life-changing journey. So at the beginning, it was just going to be just a tiny little project where we talked about how we felt, but actually it was going to be a lot more. Um, this is why I wear the clothing all the time, because it just it just inspires me to be me. It inspires me to just keep going. And we know that we've hit rock bottom before and we've come back. So that is why the closing is such a, you know, when you see someone walking down the street with that affirmation on the T-shirt or they're wearing a mind strong hoodie and they're wearing it with such pride because it's got such a good energy on it because it's been created from utter shitness. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's been created from the darkest place that I've ever been in my life to then turn it into something so magical. That's so amazing. Like, I'm a big fan of the slogan T-shirt. And and I realised through my own kind of, through my own mental health journey that what you wear has a real impact on how you feel on any given day. And I know now that if I'm spiralling in an unhealthy way, mm-hmm. you know, one of the earliest signs for me is that I don't want to get dressed or I only yeah. want to wear, like, you know pajamas and a hoodie or something like that you know I don't want to make a statement with what I'm wearing or connect with my clothes and so to have something that reminds you as you wear it of what a fighter you are and and how hopeful everything is I just think it's fabulous it is it's it's lush isn't it and it's it's good point that you've said that because I was the same like the, the first signs were you don't want to go for a shower you don't want to get ready or and then you know there's something not right, don't you, with yeah. your mental health or, you know, how you're feeling. Absolutely. So what's your favourite slogan in the MindStrong range then? Oh, it's got to be, I can, I will. Oh, I love it. Of course. That's just something when I'm really, really flipping, having a shit day or I'm at the gym and I'm not I'm wanting to walk out the door and I'm like, no, movement is medicine and this is where I've just yeah just got to keep feeding that brain and like you said before just because one quote you've said it once it doesn't mean it's going to you know it'll make you feel nice right there but it has to become with routine and commitment and keep doing it you know keep doing it every single day to reap the benefits of change yeah, absolutely. And I can, I will is just such a, a statement, isn't it? It's isn't that it? I am strong, I can do yeah. anything and I damn well will, regardless of what you think. That's what that exactly. says to me. It's fab. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so what, apart from the affirmations, what are the tools that you use every day to kind of keep yourself in balance? Yeah, so what I do is movement. So um, walking, I, I'm a lot. I'm a CrossFitter, so I do a lot of CrossFit. Oh wow! Um, I do a lot of running. Um, so my so MindStrong is a social enterprise that I created. Um, so it's a not for profit, and my full time job business is Transform with Rachel, and that is where I coach ladies to change how they think, feel, and do. So with myself, I've lost seven stone in the last 14 months oh my gosh. by moving, moving more, um, eating the rainbow. So anything to do with fresh food, colours, anything that's going to zing with goodness, eat, just eat it. Eat lots more fish, protein, and also changing how I think, yet again, with mindset. 
So my normal routine is getting up with the dog, going out for some walks and getting some fresh air and then going to the gym and then working with my ladies. That's, that's a massive support for my mental health, seeing those ladies just shine and making changes for them and not feeling guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that naughty word guilt always hanging about um, and just saying it's, it's, it's good to choose you. You are the most important person. And that's something that I say to myself every day because I want to support my children. I want to support my husband, obviously my mom and the dog and the cat. (laughs) (laughs) They're a good uh, support of their mental health as well because I've got the cat just right here. She's come to sit with me. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it's so important to keep moving, isn't it? I've I've definitely learned that over this year. So at the start of the year, I set myself a challenge to cycle or walk 2020 miles in 2020. Wow, um, so I'm getting there. I'm like, I'm on track and I'm doing really well. And actually, I've got further than I thought I could. You know, I was obviously in the wrong mindset at the beginning. <laughs> but yeah. um it's not always easy to get down on the bike no. or, or to do the miles, but it is about having that thing to aim for for me. It's really important. So setting myself that challenge, like nobody else cares. Nobody else has asked me no, to do this. Okay. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. I've decided that this is what I'm going to do for myself. Yeah. And it's going to require me to do something every day for an entire year in terms of movement. And it's been, it's been absolutely life-changing just mm-hmm. for the difference it makes you know I've, I've now got this outlet if I'm having a really bad day I'm feeling stressed I'm feeling anxious I can just get down on the bike and pedal out some miles and I do feel better and that's something like I never believed before you know yeah. I, until yeah. I experience it for myself I don't get this massive high I don't jump off the bike and like whoa I feel amazing but I just feel grounded and yeah. more in balance and oh the more that people can find whatever it is that works for them. You know, it doesn't have to be running. It doesn't have to be cycling. It's, you know, find what works for you. Just get your ass moving. You know, that's exactly. what's going to make the difference. Yes. I used to sit in front of the doctor and they used to, when I was, because I was prescribed, you know, I've been on medication for my mental health and stuff, but they used to sit and go, go at the, go at the gym, it'll make you feel better. I'd be thinking, What? what's he talking about yeah that's the last I, thing I, I want to do exactly I didn't have a clue what he was talking about why why would I want to do that I'm not well like I'm, I'm depressed come on and now I think god I am so with the movement because like you just said anything even if it's in the kitchen yeah just with some I don't know Elton John playing whatever just <laughs> go for it just let your hips move and just lose yourself and you just feel lush I did a little bit of yoga there this morning with my ladies as well. And just so, uh, just empowering yeah. that you're taking time for you and you're also moving your body. It's very, very special. Yeah, absolutely. It's that strong in body, strong in mind thing. The, yeah. the discipline of getting to your mat every day or going on the bike, going for it, whatever it is, that discipline yeah. helps you to keep strong in your mind as well as strengthening your body with the physical movement and those two things together along with your eat the rainbow which is just amazing oh yeah gotta eat the rainbow because it's great because i'm learning at the moment as well how much it's in balance it goes with your chakras so i'm very much into the i'm a reiki practitioner as well so i've never yes okay that 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 
you know, that's blocked there or you need, you know, it's a purple colour and you need to wear it or whatever. But now I totally understand that go and wear and eat the colour. You know, it's just such like, for instance, I felt like I wasn't very creative yesterday and I was then looked into the the, the colours that I should be eating and it was because I needed to have more orange in my life. Oh, it's wow. just amazing. So you can go as deep as that, you know what I mean, eating the rainbow, but... As long as we're getting unprocessed food and more freshness into we're removing the toxins in, uh, from our from our bodies as well, which improves my mental wellness. Yeah, definitely. I I'm a big fan of uh, Betty Rocker. I don't know if you've seen her online. Yeah, she's yeah. fab, and she always says real food doesn't have ingredients. Real food is ingredients. It's that's a fab little mantra, isn't it? When you're thinking about what can I eat today? Yeah. Not about thinking, I'm going to get that packet of stuff out of the cupboard and shove it in the oven. It's like, what ingredients do I want to combine in my meal to make myself feel better today? That's the one. That's, yeah, totally. And it's getting in the kitchen. I love it. Now my four-year-old loves, you know, she has a little, um, she goes live in my my group. She's inspiring the other um, women's uh, kids to get in the kitchen with their parents. Oh, I love it. It's just lush, you know, educating the next generation. And I would have never done that 18 months ago because I was, you know, in such a, not a good space. So it's amazing how life can change. It really is. And that brings me neatly on to my last question, which is something I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. Do you have a change one thing for us? Change one thing. I think it has to go down to, is it food or is it movement? Which comes first? I think if you can change removing the processed food in your life, if we can change having so much processed food in my life because food is fuel and if you want to feel good you need to feel right and I think that's something that I've really really learned over the last 18 months to two years yeah I love that if you want to feel right fuel yeah. right that's just that's the one says it all doesn't it it's fantastic it it's another t-shirt <laughs> coming I think <laughs> that's a great t-shirt I love it maybe yeah. a rainbow colored one. Oh, be magical I really would (laughs) I love that oh thank you so much for joining me today Rachel it's been really fab to talk to you yes thank you very much thank you so much for listening today please remember to rate review and subscribe to the podcast to get the next episode as soon as it's ready and to help other people find us see you next time